What's up, man? Good evening. Good evening. Well, evening. I'm not going to say how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. We have a lot to talk about. Indeed. Uh, tough night for sure. But we are glad to have you here, uh, Pooh Bear, to discuss it with us. Go ahead and give them your handle for Twitter and go ahead and give yourself a little, you know, a little ad here for the Gold Boot Podcast. We got to let you do that, man. We, we appreciate you coming on. So we got to let you give your 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 stuff out here hey it's, it's pooh bear uh, at go pooh bear if you don't know how to spell go by now g-a-a-u-x <laughs> underscore pooh bear p-o-u-g-h-b-e-a-r and you can also find me on the golden boot yeah, podcast g-e-a-u-x l-d-e-n boot <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go all right well we're glad you joined in with us, Pooh Bear, to discuss this brutal night to be a Tiger fan. Let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Let's mm. let's uh, let's bite the bullet and let's discuss it. The Tigers lose in the opening round, first round exit to the Iowa State Cyclones in an absolute heartbreaker. It was a struggle the entire game. Made a late push. And they put the dagger in late. Pooh Bear, give me your thoughts on the game. What was most disappointing? What do you think we can build on moving forward now that the season's over? Just give me your thoughts on this game. Um, the, I think the only positive thing about this game that is is, is that it's over. Um, <laughs> no doubt, the, no the, the shooting was just not there. There was no energy. I, I kind of feel bad for guys like Darius Days. Um, his last game, uh, he came back to to try to do something special, and it, yeah. it, it just it, it's been a hard hard year. Uh, rumors swirling. Uh, well, it started it started fast. Um, yeah. Rumors started swirling. Uh, hot seat allegations. Um, then you know you know notices of allegations. Our kids, you know they they look beat up. They look mentally just not there tonight as far as building on for next year i don't even know if we can say there's something to build on because we don't know who's coming back that that's the scary part we we had this was a a very promising year to start off with and then now it's 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 what could have been yeah well my, my two biggest critiques i think the first thing you have to look at is the turnovers 
Um, because when you go and you look at the stacks, you look at the box score, LSU actually won in a lot of those categories. Now, when you look at the yeah. box score, it's not impressive either way for both teams because uh, both teams shot uh, in the 30% with their field goal percentage. Iowa State shot at 35%. LSU shot at 37 Iowa State, 12 of 37 from three. LSU, four of 19. Mm. Three, I mean, it was 20 year 21 point uh, percentage from the three point line. You were 16 of 23 in the free throw line. Iowa State surprisingly shot 10 free throws. They were seven of 10 from the free throw line. LSU out rebounded Iowa State. So, in a lot, and LSU, I mean, just in a lot of different categories, LSU actually beat Iowa State. But the one, the big category where you lost was the turnovers. Mm-hmm. LSU had 19 turnovers this game, and it was, brutal to watch LSU how many times they turned the ball over uh Iowa State had 15 steals I mean a lot of that was just poor ball handling by LSU so that's my biggest critique was definitely you did not protect the basketball you did not and that cost you a lot of points it it, it gave it gave up a lot of points my biggest other critique is you didn't guard the perimeter well you did not uh which we know has been a struggle for LSU Basically the entire season, except for early on when they were playing some weaker opponents, which that's that's because of the caliber of opponents you were playing most likely. And then you get into SEC play, you play you now in the NCAA tournament. It was very evident that that problem uh, still persisted here, and it just seemed like it just seemed like the entire season they would collapse. And I've mentioned this before; they would collapse on the ball handler. Inside of the paint, and too many guys would, you know, come together on that one guy, and and then somebody's left open in a corner or at the key, yeah. and they've got a wide open shot, yeah. and you're lucky because Iowa State actually missed a lot of their shots from outside. Oh, yeah. I mean, they only made twelve; they took thirty-seven, and but it felt like they had they made a bunch it, because it, it seemed like at every moment you were just like, okay, LSU, we're, we're close here. And yep. then boom, they'd give up a wide open three in the corner or boom, they get a, give up a wide open three at the key. That was really the most brutal part of the game that for me to watch, because you get so close just to let it slip away. And, and at the end, you just hate it for them. I do want to say just to be, be positive, for one moment, uh, you know, we we definitely have to thank guys like Darius Days who who stuck it out four That's years, brutal. you know, Shout and, and had had a, had a rough go of it at late in that ball game. Missed some really key free throws. Didn't didn't guard exceptionally well on the three on the two big threes that they hit to seem really were the daggers in the game against LSU. You know, Darius Days was out there on the perimeter guarding those guys. So, you know, you hate it for him because you just love Darius Days uh, as an LSU fan. A guy that was not a, a you know, major star, but a guy that stuck it out and continued to improve throughout the four years that he was uh, at LSU and, you know, gave us some great moments uh, as an yeah. LSU Tiger and went through a lot of adversity. You know, he went through the COVID season. He went through the first all the wheel way you know, scandal and everything at the very at the the very beginning. Uh, he of course went through it this season as of late. So you got to give kudos to Darius Days for and just applaud him for sticking it out and and being 
being a, a trooper for LSU. You know, you also got to thank guys like Xavier Pinson and, and Tara Easton. Tara Easton, good grief. You know, if you don't have Tara Easton, if you don't get that pick up that transfer this year, yeah. you know, how much worse does this season look? You know, and, and LSU exceeded expectations without Adam Miller. They ex- mm-hmm. exceeded those ex- – we've talked about that. They exceeded expectations that a lot of people were seeing with Adam Miller. They exceeded those expectations without Adam Miller. But how worse could this season have – could have been if you don't have Tara Eason playing for you? Because Tara Eason – Brutal. Um, I mean, he, he was, uh, again, the best – in my opinion, he was the best player on the court tonight. He was dominant. Didn't yeah. seem like anybody could stop him. I think he's going to go pretty decently high in the draft, just considering his measurables and 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 his play and his talent and, and his ceiling. I definitely think he has not reached his full potential. He has not hit the ceiling for himself by any means. So you got to thank him for for the season that he gave us and and the role that he played. He also gave us some awesome awesome moments. He scored so many points for us this season. And then X, you know, he was uh, in a lot of ways he was the glue factor to this team. It seemed like because once he once he exited, you really saw a lot of the LSU flaws come out even more. So whenever uh, X was injured and not playing those games, another guy who wasn't really flashy, you know, he he wasn't a, a big time scorer. He did what he had to do. You know, he facilitated, and so you you definitely gotta give credit to those those guys. And as Pooh Bear mentioned, the future is completely in question. We have no clue who is going to come back. Is Efton Reed going to come back? Is Brandon Murray going to come back? Um, is Eric Gaines going to come back? Is Moana Wilkinson going to come back? You know, is Sharif going to come back? All these guys, you have to definitely put question marks on all of their heads. We don't have any clue uh, whether they're going to stay or whether they're going to transfer or whether they're going to decide to go early to the NBA draft. We just don't know. And and so, yeah, the future of LSU basketball obviously is very bleak, and tonight did yeah. not help it at all. But to take away some of the positive, we have to definitely take a step back and look at all the, the great things that these players that are leaving the program did for us. Now, Zach, I know you said that just then. I, mean, I know you said it, it feels bleak, right? But it doesn't have to stay that way. And I'll, I'll, I'll get to that here in a second. Agreed. I want to give I want to give my my thoughts here on the game. You know, watching the game, I was like, man, this is going to be a great night for a Reagan's rant. Man, I could tear it up tonight, but man, I just can't do it. My my heart's not in it to be able to tear into this. I I I feel like I'd be doing it doing the LSU basketball team, all those guys, a disservice by quote-unquote doing my silly little rant. Man, it was tough to watch tonight. It was tough. Without Will Wade there, hats off to Kevin Nickelberry for stepping up in such a difficult situation. Of course, you lost Will Wade, and you also lost Bill Armstrong. Had to, like, promote within sort of kind of to figure out how you're going to, you know, manage this game from a coaching standpoint as well. So I want to give all the props in the world to him, but you know, it's just not Kevin Nickelberry is just not will wait. Look, I, I cannot stand what will did. You know what he did was silly. The way he did it was silly. It was not smart, but gosh, dang it. You just, 
you can't help but love the guy sometimes. I mean, his tenacity, the way he energizes the team, his focus uh, on to detail and his coaching ability, man. I mean, look, he's probably going to get hit with a with a show calls two to three years. There's no question in my mind, though, that come that into that show calls, Will Wade's going to be coaching somewhere, and he's going to be a bright coach. I mean, he really is. He made some dumb mistakes, but he's a good basketball coach. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, we we may have been disappointed at times at the fact that he was recruiting at such a high level and maybe not coming up to full expectation. But I mean, at the same time, you know. What could this year have been if Adam Miller stayed healthy, right? I mean, we complained this year about certain things and not meeting expectations, and and to a certain extent, we're we're kind of right on the, on on complaining about those things because you can't make the excuse, oh well, we lost Adam, Adam Miller, and just hang your season up because you lost Adam Miller. Look, like Zach said, and we've talked about, they still exceeded expectations. They still did, and look. He is going to go somewhere, and the the way that he recruits, which obviously he recruited some illegal ways here <laughs> at LSU. But look, I mean, he recruited though, and and, and he now he has NIL, so recruited. that can help him out. <laughs> yes, I mean, he recruited relentlessly, and he's going to do well somewhere. But it just was not the same tonight without Will, who I think you you kind of hit the nail on the head you said you're that you know mentally they were exhausted yeah, yeah. No, no question i mean yeah. can you imagine what's going through their heads you know like you 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 if just think about the season y'all just reflecting on the entire season like beginning of the season it's like man this is we have got something right man even without adam miller we got something and we're 15 right. and 1 and we're rolling and then and then x gets hurt and, and and then you go on a, a bad stretch, uh, you know, of games without X. And then man, you get him back, and it feels like okay, here we we're, we're rolling a little bit. Let's let's get some momentum. And you know, it felt like maybe right here at the end we could we could make a push in the postseason, do something nice with this season. And then shoom, you know, Will Wade is has the rug ripped out from under him, and uh, along with the players and. I mean, just think about these 18, 19, 20, 21 year old kids. Like the mentality to overcome that, like as a 18, 19, 20 year old kid is is really hard. I mean, I, I don't so I'm not going what I'm saying is there's no reason to rant because all of that they went through this year, they don't deserve that. They were exhausted, and it, it looked like you said mentally exhausted, and it just felt like their heart had been ripped out tonight. You know, you saw it on the defensive end. There just wasn't that that tenacious defense that we're used to. That pesky pest of a defense where we're poking balls loose, making things happen. And then on the offense, you know, we we were like standing still, man. I'm like, it's like we were just looking at Pinson, like. Watching him, let's see what he's going to do. We're not moving. We're not moving the ball, and so you end up with, you know, late shot clocks, and you end up with 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 the quality of your shots were just pitiful tonight. And 
I, I think it's just a result of 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 the mental exhaustion that these guys have gone through this season. I mean, the adversity these guys have faced. You have got to to take that into consideration. And the fact that, oh my goodness, they almost like made the comeback. Zach, you 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 pointed out it felt like you would get right into it. And then they'd hit like this three. And and namely the, the the ones I can think of, you know, you think of when it was in the 30s in the second half, I think it was like 36, 31 or something like that. And Day's got those back-to-back steals, and they got it to like 35, 36, and you have yeah. it after Day's second steal, and you feel like, yeah. man, we're, we're about to take the lead if we can hit a shot here. And you don't get the shot. They go right down and hit a three. It's 39, 35, you know, instead of having the lead. And it's just that that's on top of everything. That's like you can only take so many blows like that. And then you, you took that blow – and then, man, it was it was it was thirty nine, uh, forty seven. It was it was an eight point game, and you were kind of trying to get in there, trying to trying to crawl back in it, and boom, that dude hits that wide open three where they showed that all of your defense was on one side, and you left Brock Brockington, I think is how you pronounce his name, who was their best player, like fifteen feet open, and he drains a three, and it's fifty to thirty nine, and you feel like. That was the dagger. Like you felt like that was it. And then you claw back in it and you claw back in it. And man, you brought it, you brought it within like, what was it, two points there at the end? And man, you, you yeah. definitely missed some brutal free throws down the stretch. I mean, you there was some free throws. There was points left on the table. And you could have had it closer, but you still even even though you still miss those free throws, it was a two-point game. And that Hunter kid who had, like, the game of his career, of course, of course, he had the <laughs> game of his career against the LSU Tigers, pulls up a three from, like, five feet behind the line or more, and he drains it for the actual dagger, making a five-point lead. With only 16 seconds left, and then there at the end, you saw the the coaching play a factor. You have 16 seconds left. You're down five. You got to get a shot up immediately. Yeah. And man, they they dish the ball in and they started moving it around like they're setting a play up. You have 16 seconds and you're down five. You got to get the ball up. And they just fumbled it around, turned it over, and the clock ran out. And then another major major coaching mistake is when you had the six guys on the court. I don't know if y'all saw that or not, but yeah, you got a technical foul because you allowed a player to sub in like illegally, and that cost you points. And that was right after yeah. the, the, the flagrant hook and hold, and it felt like you were gaining some momentum. And then you sub in a guy illegally and get a technical foul, and those points are taken away from you immediately, immediately. Mm. So these guys faced a lot tonight. They faced a lot. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it for these guys that this is the way they go out. Xavier Pinson, Darius Days. What a what a roller coaster of a a tenure he has had at, at LSU. It was a brutal night, and you feel for those guys. And man, best of luck to all of them moving forward. 
thank you for your commitment to the Tigers. Thank you for going out there and trying your absolute best to to try to capitalize on and, and make of something out of this situation that was just such a horrible, tough situation. Mm, I mean, yeah. it, it stunk, but you got to feel bad for those guys. Pooh Bear, we listed some names the other night of, okay. of potential coaches. I don't know if y'all have talked about this on the Golden Boot or not, but who – It's coming up Sunday. Who, <laughs> there you go. Coming up this Sunday. Y'all watch the Golden yeah. Podcast. Maybe we get a little who preview here. Want, who mm-hmm. is on your list, and then who do you think's on Scott Woodward's list? I think on Scott Woodward's list, uh, he, he's going to look for someone who's won a, a natty, uh, someone who um, – has a pretty good coaching record. Uh, just and this is this is not based off anything he's he's done at LSU. Just yeah. well, I'm sorry. This is not based off anything he's done um, at other schools. It's just you know Scott Woodward's a big game hunter. That's yeah. the nickname no um, we've we've given him. We can kind of look. Um, Jay Johnson, although he has not won a a uh, College World Series, he was there his first year. Yeah, uh, with Arizona, oh, first or second, but he was there. Some names that I have uh, heard that I can kind of see Scott going after: uh, Scott Drew, uh, Tony Bennett. Uh, I, Tony Bennett is one that that um, I know. Uh, Aunt Marshall, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Ha- has has thrown out there. He he kind of likes yeah, him. Yeah, the only thing about that, uh, Tony is a more of a defensive coach. Yeah, and something I I, I say often. Um, I repeat, especially to my my five year old, defense wins championships, offense sells tickets, yeah. and Scott Woodward's is going. He's going to he he's going to appreciate some defense, but he's going to want to sell some tickets. So uh, I think those are two two names that are probably jumping out. There was another guy. Um, I think currently he's the coach at um, Murray State. Matt McMahon. Uh, yeah, Matt McMahon. There you go. Which actually has there's it's been circulating around LSU that he is actually in the candidate pool for Scott. He's making five hundred k, like legit, like he's He's in the candidate pool. That's what we've heard a little bit. So his name is being mentioned, not just by guys like us, but it's apparently coming out of LSU. So one name that I think has been mentioned that I would not, I would kind of steer away from, would not be on my list is Buzz Williams. Not that Buzz is not a good coach. I think he's good where he's at. And yeah, um, yeah. I think that's a good comment. Yeah. So uh we're we're gonna need the next coach is gonna have to come in. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to be a disciplinarian. Uh, yep. one thing we've seen throughout Will Way's tenure is uh we've had plenty of talent, uh, but we've we've lost games off disciplinary issues. Absolutely. Um uh, and when I say disciplinary, I'm not I, I don't mean like fighting with the refs or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but things Fundamental like disciplinary uh, discipline. Random let me shake and bake and shoot a three pointer for you. Uh, you know, stuff like that. That's, that's the kind of stuff that I, I think that we don't need right now. Uh, we need someone who's going to, you know, bring back the fundamentals. Um, someone who's going to, to challenge the guys. Uh, some of the stuff we're hearing out of, out of, uh, uh, you know, the football team, you know, that Brian Kelly's yeah. doing, that's, that's what we need. We need someone who's going to, Break them down, build them back up. So, well, Pooh Bear, to that point, you know, somebody that I would love to see Mm. just, I want to see somebody that he can get that is just 
really good at X's and O's because mm. as we saw, that was really Will Wade's biggest flaw was he wasn't a great X's and O's guy. Um, no, off- no offensive identity. No yeah. offensive identity. I mean, his offensive identity in the years that we scored a lot was let's give it to Trevon Waters. Yeah. Let's give it to I, ISO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's give it to Javante Smart. Let's give it to Nas Reed. Let's give it to Trenton Wadford. Let's give it to Emmett Williams. You know, you name a guy. Go, let's yeah. give it to Cam Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. Let's bring in Adam Miller, and we're going to facilitate our offense through Adam Miller. Um, right. And yes, while that worked, <coughs> but but whenever you didn't have your guy, you know, we got we started really to see the where the, the lack of X's and O's. And and you really came out uh, as as a flaw for Will Wade, um, and so I would love to see Scott go and get somebody that really knows their X's and O's, um, mm-hmm. and, and you know you can. And now with NIL, here's the big thing, guys. That we I don't know if we've specifically mentioned this just for basketball, but now with NIL, we know we know LSU has money. Yeah, LSU's got money, right? Plenty. Plenty. And so now with NIL, LSU, LSU can use other businesses that are funneling money into LSU and to these athletes to help recruit yep. at, 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 the, at the rate that we were recruiting with Will Wade are, are potentially better. I think we can still recruit at the level that Will Wade was, was recruiting or potentially better now that NIL is a major factor in college basketball. Yeah. So, so now it's it's okay. We can get the recruits now. So for me, it's let's go find a guy that knows his X's and O's. Also, another thing, uh, you know, I said it, it it may seem bleak, but it may not stay that way. Look, you got you got Gordon McKernan and you got Gamecoin, who's who's already like signed the whole basketball team to an NIL deal. So mm-hmm. that money may keep them around. Like I don't know what they're making from those NIL deals, right? Because that's not public knowledge. That's but Gamecoin and, and and Gordon McKernan can keep some guys around, uh, like Kayshawn Butte. Um, so I, you know, this it may not be as bleak, and you you're probably going to have guys leave, no doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. right? We saw it with with at Ordron's exit. We you know we've already seen it in recruiting. Julian Phillips is decommitted. Pain. Devin Ray has decommitted pain. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if Johan Traora here soon is like, my recruitment's open, whatever, right? right. And, and and you're already starting to see it. You saw it with the football team. I think Johan Traora already did that. Was it earlier? Oh, yes. I haven't, I haven't. He may have. I'm not sure. But, I'm not 100% on that. I can fact check that. that, that but um, I'm but pretty sure it, he already opened his uh, commitment again. It may feel, it may feel bleak. But even if you do have guys transfers transferred, right? You have the transfer portal. We are watching Brian Kelly build an entire team off the transfer portal, and mm-hmm. you have guys on your team: Xavier Pinson, Tari Eason, who you put a team together of transfers. Adam Miller, I know he did not play another transfer, right? Like right. it's okay that you may lose some guys because you can go get some guys. Now. I I'm really, really curious because I know we're mentioning guys because we know Scott Woodward's a headhunter. Like he is a home run swinger. But you don't we do not know what the sanctions are going to bring. And I, I don't think that, that that Woodward will be scared to go for somebody, 
But the reality is, will somebody come because of the sanctions they're looking at, right? Yeah, like exactly. He can go and get Scott Drew. He can try and go and get uh, Tony Bennett. But will they come with sanctions, you know, right in front of your face? Pending, yeah. And, you know, I, I just – we'll have to see. So that's why I'm like, maybe Matt McMahon is more reasonable because the dude's making 500K. Like, he'll come to LSU yeah. if you pay him $2.53 million dollars if you got a two piece, two season post ban and you sign him to a five year deal and you're paying him three million a year, right? Like, like right. he'll come, but can you get Scott Drew, who is a number one seed right now? Can you get Tony Bennett, who isn't in the tournament right now, but who has won a national title to lead their programs, their respective programs, who do not face or who are not facing sanctions to come to LSU, where you may get a little bit of a raise. You know, you know, maybe not as massive as what Matt McMahon's would be, but you got to face sanctions. Like, we'll, we'll have to see what all how all that plays out. So, um, think talking about you know trying to get a good coach in uh, after sanctions. If you think about it, um, Lane Kiffin went to USC during their their sanctions. Yep. Then he turned around and went to Ole Miss yep. in the midst of theirs. If you've got a coach that wants something to prove, they will they will go, you know, come to your school, especially um, it's being talked about that, you know, who, you know, Scott Woodward may give him, you know, instead of giving them a, a three or four year deal, give them a six or seven. Yeah. You know, that that that's something Promise that them. could. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I wow. think although I think it'll be difficult, I don't think it's out of the. Um, no, either you know would work, and if, if if the coach is 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 worthy enough, say I.e. Kim Mulkey, you know we yeah. can get them paid. We can pull absolutely. You know, that's one thing that that Scott has done very well is is made sure to compensate coaches, you know, for for their skill set. Um, yeah. Before before we move on, Ad called me out on my hat game or, or lack <laughs> thereof. I was going to save this, but since Ad say so Ad called me out. Got some for you. Uh oh, <laughs> you know, Pooh had to come. Oh, dude. yeah, ah! yes, sir. Pooh, hey, yeah, hey, so I, I had um, let's go. <laughs> I, I had my hat, and uh, I was telling you, <laughs> yeah, I was telling you before that, you know, I was like, hey, I, I, you know, my hat doesn't fit the same, you know, in, in my head's a little big, or, or you know, so but yeah. I've got a hat, AD. I'm here with you. So <laughs> let's go. Let's get it. There you go, AD. Get McMahon six years, thirty mil. I'm down, bro. Woo, down. That's five million a year. I don't know they go pay I'm, him that much. AD, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't pay him that much. But he'd be coming though if they offer him oh, five million a year. He'd that's, be gone. That is a deal. I, yeah, I, I don't know what the going rate is in uh. So I I know in college football, um, you know, just simply I keep yeah. football a lot more. Um, yeah, yeah. what what you know how the coach pay goes. I'm not sure about basketball, you know, as Tony, far as I, I know that Tony Bennett and Scott, I looked at the numbers, but I, I don't know specifically, uh, but, but Scott and, and, and Tony Bennett are making between three and 4 million. I think it's like 3.4 for Bennett. And I think it's like 3.8 maybe for, okay. for Scott drew. And that may be flipped. I'm not exactly sure, but like, but then you look at like Cal Perry, he's like, man, 8 million a year. Like he's yeah. one of the highest paid basketball coaches, you know, in, in the country, if not the highest. Yeah. So uh, Scott Woodward already changed the game on the football side. Uh, true. 
a lot of coaches got raises this year because of uh Scott Williams. So, jeez. Oh, so uh, it's it's a like lot why of is Mel cards. Tucker getting a hundred million dollar contract and he's like second year at Michigan State. Like that's yeah, unheard he, of. He, he, I'm not gonna talk bad about Mel. Mel was the guy I wanted. So I love um, Mel. I love uh, Mel. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Getting and, that money, oh, but you man. just don't see that. You just don't see that. Not in year two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what, what what was that? We had two Zacks in there. I, I think I think Zach is jealous. We we've got two bucket LSU bucket hats, and he wants to even it out with the snapbacks there. So uh, I understand. So uh, real, you know, real quick. I know we've gone long on basketball here. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Um. So do we think there's going to be a postseason ban? Because look, I, I don't, I've been running this in my mind. Like I, I really think there's going to be a postseason ban, considering what's happened. But yeah. can Scott, like, pull something out? Like, I mean, can the NCAA look at this from a perspective of like, hey, none of these guys are here anymore. If we hit them with a postseason ban, we're postseason banning a coach from another school and potentially players from another school, players from high school who have no involvement in this whatsoever. Let's hit Will Wade with a X-year show cause. Yeah. And let's hit LSU with these, these fines these five-year scholarship restrictions and let's right. maybe not hit them with a post like is that a possibility is that a possibility like because if, if you do a postseason man you're banning guys who were not involved you're, you're exactly guys who weren't at fault exactly um one thing and we talked about it on uh on 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 our, our show um everyone who was there uh during the you know when all this happened it's pretty much gone on on the football side and on the yeah. uh, <laughs> <AD is hilarious>. <laughs> <laughs> on the football side and, and pretty much on, on well not so much on the basketball side but you know y- your biggest you know yeah yeah you know issue there is, is gone so um, yeah and scholarship so the irony of it um, hitting the basketball team with scholarships is, is pretty big but it's not as big because we only you know, we only run a yeah. six, seven, eight man rotation. Correct. Anyway, so that that they'd be lucky to just get uh, scholarships and and fine. So, I mean, I fully expect to get the postseason. I just, yeah, I, I don't like punishing guys who are not at fault. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But anyway, in my personal opinion, y'all, I I I don't know if there's a way around not getting us. A postseason ban at least yeah. one year. At least, I yeah. think I yeah. think it would be I would be happy and probably elated if Scott Woodward can work some magic and get us down to one yeah. season. Yeah, um, ban. I, I think uh, he's work. I think he's working back back backdoor deals. Yeah. Uh, the, the, Scott's probably really cooperating. Like he's probably yeah. really cooperating right now. Oh yes, sir. You can have that. Oh yes, sir. Anything yeah. you need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I, I especially... mean, I I think you know you're. I think you're happy and definitely satisfied if you can get out of this and maybe you know have some. I don't know scholarship deductions or some sort of recruiting dead period like the football did. You know, uh, here recently, or if you do something. Uh, and then and then you have you know like a one year 
uh, postseason ban. I think you're happy with that. I mean, I really do. Because yeah. yeah. I personally feel like, you know, with everything that happened in Scott, we trust. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like with everything that happened, like, like I'm kind of expecting a two to three year postseason yeah, yeah. ban. Um, but if you get out of it with one, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, all right, I'm, I'm, we've we've be, we've talked about it a lot. So let's move forward here. We're going to talk a little bit. Let's let's briefly, maybe ten minutes. Let's talk about uh, some recruiting stuff, some transfers potentially. Um, here recently, you saw Eli Holstein, quarterback, uh, 2023 quarterback, open his recruitment back up. Uh, he was committed to A and M, the quarterback from Zachary High School. Um, you had a big recruiting weekend last week, and you had Tyler Steen specifically uh, on campus. Maybe a silent that. commitment. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a silent commitment. Yeah. We'll see. You still got a uh, – was he at Bama this weekend? Was it this – is it this coming weekend he's at Bama? Or is it – I know he's at Bama last, but – I'm not sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure that – Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that what what do you think about Tyler Steen or our potential to land him? And and you know what do you think about Eli Holstein uh, decommitting? And what else have we been hearing? Well, I, I really like LSU's chances with Steen. Um, Eli Holstein, you know, obviously, I think you know it's really early with Eli Holstein. Obviously, with him being Louisiana, I think that's a huge positive that he has reopened his uh, his his uh, recruitment. Uh, and decommitted from a and like, I, I think that's really positive. Um, you know, LSU is definitely now with Brian Kelly, you know, they're going to go after those Louisiana guys. He's made that very clear. Yeah. Is Holstein a guy you go after with um, – now it depends also because, um, you know, now that Jaden Daniels is in the quarterback room, who are you going to lose when you – you know, who are you not – who's not going to be there coming into the fall, Right. Um, and so maybe you have to go and you have to get you um, one to two guys in the class, you know, a, a freshman coming out of high or, a, you know, an incoming freshman out of high school um, or, or transfer. I'm, and I'm just talking about next year, next yeah, year. Right. So maybe Eli Holstein is that guy that they're eyeing if they are expecting to lose some guys in the quarterback room right now that are in there right now. Um and so, you know, I think that's definitely a positive. And, you know, I, I would definitely trust BK um, to do a fantastic job at recruiting Eli Holstein. Um, and he's going to put, you know, all his guys that are recruiting Louisiana um, out there to do their best their best work. And so, you know, I think that's definitely a positive to see. But I still think that's, you know, it's, it's pretty early with that because we still have to go through a full football season for LSU and, and a full recruiting yeah. cycle just about. Um, to see where Eli Holstein lands. Um, but definitely a positive from what you've seen. Um, to go back to Holstein, yeah, I really like LSU's chances. Uh, I really do. He, he had a great visit from what we what we heard. He had a great visit at LSU. Um, we actually uh, hit him up a little bit um, ourselves. Um, and, um, you know, he, he appreciated us. I won't give all the details, but he, appre- he appreciated us hitting him up, and uh, he gave us a little follow on Twitter and, um, so, you know, that was really positive. Anytime you see a recruit follow, you know, certain things regarding to, uh, you know, it's telling that, that they are, uh, you know, 
that's recruiting them. You know, Tyler, Tyler Steen, follow Tigers Avenue. Tyler Steen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we're a little tiny podcast, and Ty, here comes Tyler Steen following us. So, um, <laughs> maybe that's uh, a big, you know, a big positive. Um, from what we've heard, um, I don't want to say he is 100% towards LSU, but from what we have heard, he is leaning LSU. Um, and Green. so, you know, I think Please. that's a huge positive. If you get Tyler Steen, um, you know, I, I, I think he's going to be very likely one of your starters. And I think that's probably what they are telling him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he would sure up that right tackle spot, um, I believe. I, I believe he would be the starter in that right tackle position. Um, so, you know, I, I, I really like where LSU's at with, with Steen. Yeah, Pooh Bear, what's your thoughts lately on the recruiting rumor mill, transfer rumor mill, what you've been hearing? So all the – it's funny because I haven't even started looking at 2023 because we haven't finished 2022. Right, right. And it's – Kind of crazy. Every time that you know, every time I turn around, we we're, there's another recruit we're looking at, or someone else is signing. I'm thinking, how many spots we have left? We're we're getting to the right. to the Bama status where we can, you know, we just sign guys whenever we want, you know. <laughs> so, but um, I I want I, I really want um the two positions that I that I really wanted were uh, another tight end and another uh, offensive lineman. Yeah. Um, at this point. I think we need another offensive lineman and possibly a quarterback this year. Um, we've seen it before. Um, 2019 wasn't that long ago when, when or well, 2018, when a, a quarterback came in, um, had some buzz to him, and two other quarterbacks took off. So, uh, cautionary tale, I, I, would, I would be looking at another quarterback just in case. Um, or at least have someone in mind, you know, yeah. to say, hey, you know, if we start getting that that inkling that someone's taking off, hey, you know, we may need you to come in. Um, and, and the way for, for everything I could tell about um, BK, he he's he seems like he's, you know, pretty straightforward with these guys. Um, Starting to love. I'm not BK, promising yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start I'm not promising you a starting job or anything, but hey, you know, come in, give us numbers, and we'll give you a fair shot. So. And I feel like in that situation, Pooh Bear, you know, it, it with now that you've got Jaden Daniels, you know, if, if you get into that situation, it's probably going to be somebody where they go, hey, we, we, we just need a body. So let's go and get somebody that, you know, that may may not be not anywhere near a, a starter, but somebody that can be a backup or they can reserve, you know, Walker Howard and, and let him do his thing, let him redshirt. You know, so I think if we get into that situation, in my opinion, I think they're going after a body. They're not going after a starter unless you just have some major, major name drop into the portal and you decide to try and go and get them. Yeah. um, I honestly um, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. Um. We've yeah. won with um, no offense to the the previous coaching staff, but we've won with with very you know you know incompetent play calling. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know we we've won with on you know sheer talent. Um, what again? The rumors we're hearing, the the hype videos coming out uh, of this camp and stuff, everything we've seen. Um, the, as Ad you know usually said, the professionalism in this coaching staff. 
uh, the things we've seen, uh, I, I think instead of losing two or three games that we should have won, we're going to win two or three games that we shouldn't even be in. Yeah. Uh, I, I look forward to this season. Um, just, I, I just, just, it's, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Like spring is can't get here fast enough. And Amen. I'm, I'm trying, I'm debating, you know, do I leave, you know, a couple of days early, get down in New Orleans and, <laughs> you know, party a little bit, then head to Baton Rouge for the spring game or, or, you know, or do I stay home and watch it on TV so I can analyze a little bit better? Yeah, I, yeah. Either way, man, listen, I am, I'm, I'm pumped, you know, and then to have that access to the coordinators. So, you know, I, I know we, we may not, things won't get leaked like they did before. You know, we were hearing, we would hear game yeah. strategies on Wednesday nights, <laughs> you know, oh. at TJ ribs. Uh, we, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we get that, but um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> um i don't think we get that um but we will have a better insight on you know uh, some of the mindsets of you know what we're what's going on so i i I don't think we we get the the um you know what we used to getting before where the oh yeah we're you know you know we're we're, we're the team yeah 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 and then we don't see it so i feel like there was a lot of like response to complaints too like if you know, like and like, like you know, there will be complaints about the play calling in this or 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 this style of offense or whatever it may be, and then they'd be like, "We are specifically working on this, right?" <laughs> and it would be like it would feel like that was a direct response to right. the complaints of the fan base, yeah. and like again, no offense to all of them, but like it, it feels like BK, you know, it's like I don't care about none of that. I got my stuff, and we're gonna take care of business, right? Like, right. like. We're not reveal our play plan just to or our plan just to satisfy a fan base, right? Like it, the the fan base will be satisfied by the results on the field instead of being like, oh well, we're working on this. We know y'all griped about it a little bit, right? So I, I'm excited about it. I think professionalism is the right word for it. Um, competence is a good word for it. Um, and you you got to love what you've seen out of BK so far and putting this team together. I don't know how many more spots we got on this uh, left. I think we had like 32, right? You, yeah. you had the seven over the 25, and it feels like we've been filling them up. I, I thought we were going to be a like a several short, but we're yeah. really cutting it close. Maybe somebody can give us the numbers on that, AD. Since you're saying – you got a little smart. Maybe you can get us that number. Uh, <laughs> how many scholarships we got left or spots? But I want to say um, it's like one or two left. Like, over. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking five, six left over. And man, we're like I right now in that this moment. No, no, no. I was thinking like at the end of everything, it was oh, going to okay. be five, six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I was thinking the same. But so, hey, man, they they sure have filled them up. He said, "Yeah, hey, there's AD right there. We got we got three spots left. Yeah, three spots. Um, okay, yeah, that, yeah. that's more than I thought. I thought we had two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank wow. you, thank you for your smarts, AD. Thank Boom. You. Tip of the hat to you, AD. Tip of the hat. Tip of the hat. Hey, tip him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have my hat on, you see, she called me. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, have to get one of these things, but I, then I feel like I'd just be joining the bandwagon, like you know, hey, maybe man, you know. On. My thing is being Zach Efron, so maybe I just need to stay in my lane, <laughs> be Zach Efron, and not join the fishing hat club. 
There you go. You, you should get you a visor so you can show off your, your Tebow haircut you go, that you had. Right. There you go. <laughs> the Tebow cut. Yo, whenever y'all y'all mentioned the, the Tebow cut, I oh, immediately God. thought about that SEC network segment. Oh, yeah. When it was at Auburn or, or Texas A&M or something, and they said they said Paul tells the Paul Paul Fitbob tells the, the barber to leave his sides. <laughs> that was the funniest segment. They were like, was- they were like. They were talking about uh, uh, Marty Smith's haircut, and they were talking yeah, about Tebow's yeah. haircut, and they're like, "What do you tell the barber, Paul?" And they said, "Leave the sides." Absolutely, <laughs> Marty. Marty was so offended that they called him Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No, man, it's not Bieber. Cut to the side." <laughs> and I think, I think it was Marcus Spears who said, "Oh uh, man, he was cracking up." Yeah, leave the side. <laughs> That was one of the best. Oh, yeah. I, I, I literally watched that clip probably two or three times yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> so a week just to get a laugh. So every time I see so it, it, it pops up. That is it's hilarious. But yeah. So we we're we we've we've kind of ran long here. We're probably going to run long because we were going to do like a, a post game reaction to the baseball mm. game, but it's still it's rolling. Going. So let's talk about what we've seen so far. Unfortunately, the Tigers are down right now, five to four. Right. They say Bases loaded, two outs in the top of the ninth. You're trying to get out of this inning. So maybe you can tie the game. Maybe you can win the game at the bottom of the ninth. Or maybe we're going to talk some baseball. We're going to talk some baseball. (laughs) We're going to talk some baseball. Maybe it's just going to be an 0 and 2 night for the Tigers. Just a brutal, brutal. Oh, gosh. So so you don't have Blake money on the mound. And you start Ty Floyd. And it's a rough start for Ty Floyd. Yeah. It's a rough start. Offensively, you started off nicely because you scored a run in the first, and it felt like okay, we're we're going to be okay though, right? And we're we're, we're going to be all right. And then, man, uh, then then I can't remember who came in after uh, Ty. I think it was Grant Taylor, but yeah, I, Grant, Grant Taylor. Taylor I know had four shutout innings and pitched great. Right. He looked good uh, after allowing those runs. He pitched great, um, and now you're 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 on your like third pitcher in the ninth inning. Yeah. So, um, Zach, your thoughts on, on so far, man, it hurts not to have Blake money. You're also missing Gavin Dugas out of the lineup. He is sick, supposedly. Hope, hope he can get better soon and maybe play this weekend eventually. Yeah. You're still short Malazzo as well. McManus is still in the lineup. So, man, you're dealing with some stuff, right? You, you, you're yep. dealing with Blake money being out. You're dealing with McManus or Malazzo, excuse me, being out. And you're, you're dealing with, uh, the sickness of, of Gavin Dugas, and you find yourself down in the start of the SEC play. Yeah, and I actually like I actually thought about that today. I was like, man, LSU like actually has kind of been like well, we I, I didn't really think about it as much, but LSU has kind of like legit been hit with the the injury bug here. Yeah. I mean, you had you had Javon Coleman go down early, who was going to be one of your top arms coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Also, a guy that they were actually Top looking at to potentially be be a starter. Uh, I mean, he he very well is probably your top bullpen, maybe top at least top three uh, in my opinion. Bullpen catcher coming out, um, you know, he goes down. Blake Money injures his hand. He's your best pitcher out there. Uh, he's been your ace, your go-to guy. He goes down. Malazzo's been dealing with the injury. You don't have him. Gavin Dugas is dealing with a sickness tonight. You don't have him, and it's just like, good grief, man! Like, when yep. is the when is it going to stop? When's the bleeding going to stop? And 
So, but honestly, uh, LSU def- defensively, uh, at least point wise, they they haven't done a terrible job. I mean, they they allowed this 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 uh this point in the ninth, um, the fifth run of the game for the for the Aggies. But you know, they haven't you know just given up this huge number um, of points. I mean, they, they they gave up I think two. It was in the, in the I think it was the second or the third inning. Yeah, off home um, runs. Okay. Yeah, LSU scored early. Uh, and at the bot, I think it was the bottom of the first. Um, and then of course AM took the lead. Then Thompson hit a home run, um, and 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 tied it up. Then they were able to get uh, scratch another one across, <clears throat> make it three to two. Now, I think it was in the seventh. In the seventh, um, the uh, LSU had, had a chance to, um, at least I think get out of it and. There was a play where Thompson made a great play. It was it was hit kind of in the in the hole. Uh, Thompson fielded it, and I, in my opinion, he should have pocketed it. Uh, instead, he throws to first. Trey has to stretch, and because he has to stretch far out and 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 actually catches the ball surprisingly, but because he has to make that stretch, um, he has to. Um, he, 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 the the runner from third decides to come home. They throw it home. Trey throws it. It's a, it's a wild throw. I think your man has caught it, but it still is wild. And they score. They tie it up. So, anyways, it, the defense has been. This is not pitching. The defense has been very very spotty at times. And in yeah. fact, they are dead last in the SEC in fielding. They are dead last. Mm. And so that absolutely has to be cleaned up. I think they're in the like nine fifties or whatever, whatever it is in fielding. I want to say it's like nine fifty four, nine fifty two. That's bad. That is bad. Um, so they have to clean up the fielding. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe Bobby can give us the stats on it while he's watching the game. I'm not sure if they have any errors on uh, tonight. They have two. They have two. There you go. Uh, thank you guys. Um, so that has to get cleaned up. That has to get cleaned up. Um, and the offense has to get rolling a little bit more here. Um, thank you, AD, giving us a little score update. Looks like Michigan State is what, either they won their game or they're winning their game by two right now. As, uh, here close. In March. Uh, close game, it looks and like. And just scored again, six to four, by the way. Yeah, Play and scratch yeah. another run across. It's looking like it's going to be a rough night for the Tigers. Um, I, I do want to mention this. If this if this stands and LSU takes a loss here, uh, we've mentioned this before. LSU they're going to lose some of these games um, that you, you that you don't expect them to lose. A because it's baseball. B because even though this is a very very talented and loaded roster, they're still learning to play with each other and they're still learning to play under Jay Johnson. And I think that's yep. something that we tend to forget sometimes. Um, Reagan mentioned it, I think it was a couple weeks ago. D- did we overhype this baseball team? Probably yeah. a little bit. Um, you know, we saw all the guys that they had, all the guys yeah. that they had returning. Um, you had a lot of arms in your pitching staff, but what, you know, what was it going to look like? Um, and of course, you have to adjust now to a brand new coaching staff, all new coaching staff. Um, you're fielding a, a lot of the guys, same team out there, but you are, your fielding looks a little bit differently, you know, and, and you're still trying to tweak with that. It's still early. Um, 
but I do I do want to say not to freak out if LSU loses this one. Um, you know, not having Blake money really, really hurts. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to see Mikael Hilliard tomorrow. How does he How does he play tomorrow? I, you know, I honestly wouldn't mind seeing a uh, Johnny Hole staff tomorrow and then pitching Hilliard on Sunday um, to, to try and solidify a win or win the series. Uh, you know, whatever the situation is, either to save yourself from getting swept or to win the series. I would love to see that on Sunday, but um, they, they've got to try and and gather themselves. And, and as Paul Mary, Paul Maneri, as, as much as, uh, you know, we've complained about Paul Maneri and the struggles that he had in the past, one of the things that I did love about Paul Maneri is 24 hours. If they lose this game, you're going to give it 24 hours and then you're going to get back to work. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully this, this game does not stand where it is at. They're going to the bottom of the ninth, six to four. So at least they stop the bleeding. Thank you, Bobby, for posting that. Um, yeah. So maybe so we can get a little Alex Box magic here in the bottom of the ninth. But uh, if this stands, uh, I would say not to freak out. Um, this is going to happen. But uh, this is definitely a series that I expected LSU to win. And so I hope they can bounce back in these next two games. Fubair, Fubair, what's, any possums? Yeah, what's your in your thoughts so far? <laughs> yeah, yeah, any possums? yeah we, we need some possums. <laughs> Rally possum, baby. Um, so you mentioned Johnny Holstaff with the with the pitching. It seems like we went kind of Johnny Holstaff tonight. Uh, yeah. but the biggest difference yeah. is we, you know, they they were short, uh everyone's on a short leash. So we could have, you know, returning pitchers tomorrow or or, yeah. or whatever. Um this team has they they've shown they'll battle back. The only game I think they in heck, um, even against Texas, they got out. You know they didn't get out hit. They yeah. just didn't hit at get you know get the hits at, at the, the right, right time. time. Yeah. Um. So I, I think you know they're still you know they're still in it. They they've shown that resiliency uh, already this year. Um. I, I look forward to you know in bottom of the ninth. I, I've got a feeling, man. Uh, we might walk this thing off. Um, oh man, that would be an awesome, one, man. Yeah, you know. Man, I, ho- I hope you're right, Pooh I hope you're, I hope you're a prophet because uh, I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah we're so. at the bottom of our lineup here, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, but no, no, I, I do think that. Um, but I think who's at the bottom is uh, I, th- I want to say it's Jacko. Bian- well, maybe Bianco McManus. McManus, and, if they um, left him in, I know they pulled Trey Morgan. And, uh, Bianco. They may put Stevenson. Uh, they may put Bian- Stevenson. Bianco's up. Okay. For hey, somebody, he's 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 ha- he's got pop. He's got some pop. Yeah. So let's hopefully yeah, we cheer Bian- him on. Bianco's. Uh, you know, uh, hey, all we need is a base hit. You know, base yeah. hit. You know, get on base. And get on base, and, and we'll make some happen. Make some yeah. happen. And we we we've seen wilder things in in these games. So. Um, <laughs> I, I'm. We're not out. Definitely, definitely not out of it. Texas A&M has, has yeah. honestly been rattled most of the game, um, and they've kind of gone Johnny Hole. We went Johnny Holstaff kind of out of necessity. They went Johnny yeah. Holstaff because they were getting beat up. So yeah, yeah. that's one thing that but you know is a positive. They, uh, yeah. I mean, I you know I mentioned like Zach said that we may have been overhyped, and I think honestly, I think we. I would like to say now we we were overhyped a little bit, because um, and I don't want to say that because I still think we have that potential. Like c- clearly, this team has the talent to do what exactly. we think we can do. 
But for right now, yeah, it's overhyped a little bit, but they can grow into that for sure. So we'll we'll see how it continues. I mean, we're we're at the we're at the first game of the SEC play. Let's not yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Um, you know, they could lose this game and then go on to win like six straight <laughs> in the SEC, right? I mean, it's you never know. That's just that's just baseball. Um, but look, we'll we'll keep it here and, uh, uh, at least through the bottom of the ninth and. Uh, Bianco strikes strikes out uh, for the first out uh, for the bottom of the night. We'll we'll keep the show rolling and we'll kind of keep a you know live sh- show whatever here companion show whatever you want to call it. Even if we tie it up and it goes on to the bottom, we'll end the show. Reagan equals well. <laughs> but look, um, we'll keep it going here. Yeah, they're they're pinch hitting Josh Stevenson like I thought they would. Okay. Um, and then that should turn the lineup over. So let's really hope Josh Stevenson can get on here. But yeah. let's we'll keep it rolling here until the bottom of the ninth. And then if we tie it up and it goes to extras, we're ending this thing. Okay. Hey, let's hit our, our ads real quick. We need to hit our ads before we do this. Shout out, or excuse me, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and also now TikTok all at Tigers Avenue. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit the subscribe button. We we live stream all of our shows like you're watching right now on YouTube, as well as Twitter and Facebook as well. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue. They ain't ready for that LSU. Check out all of his music on all the major platforms. Follow him on Twitter at One Nation Doty and Instagram at Saints Anthem. Also, don't forget to check out his Facebook page for his merchandise, Five Star Hero. Shout out to Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law, our wonderful aunt who continues to support us. Her firm specifically focuses on the needs of the elderly in their community and maintaining their dignity. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Guys, we want to encourage you to go and check out our website at tigersavenue.podbean.com. You can find the playlist to our YouTube as well as all of our latest episodes on the front page. If you go to the pages link, you can find Five Star Heroes merch and all of his beats that are available on Apple Music and Spotify. If you go to our sponsors, you can see all of the sponsors that support Tigers Avenue and check out all of their info. If you check out the Tiger Times page, you can go and see all of our games that we've attended at Alex Box Stadium, Tiger Stadium, and the PMAC through the years. And if you click on the support page, you can go and find the QR codes for our Cash App and our PayPal to support Tigers Avenue. Again, all of this you can find at tigersavenue.podbean.com. All right. We're back here to continue watching the bottom ninth. Also, don't forget to go follow Pooh Bear on all of his social media and the Gold yes, as well. Come on, give your handle one more time. There it is. That's why I knew it was go. I didn't. I forgot the underscore there. Go underscore Pooh Bear. Go follow him on. Yeah, Twitter. I, I've got to be difficult. I've got to throw some in there. You know, go keep ahead. Controls off me. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. And make sure you check out. You said Sunday they're coming out with a new. Episode. We uh yeah we'll record on Sunday. It'll come out on Monday. So be first thing so you can listen to it on your way to work, or your Absolutely. way skipping work. 
There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we got a full count here with Josh Stevenson, one out in the bottom of the night. Flip the lineup over if he can get walked. Come on, baby. Hopefully, we can get to Trey Morgan and, and the big batters, man. Hey, AD mentioned a good comment there. He said, I hope this is the rough spot of the season for injuries happening now. Right. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, this is the worst it gets. Josh Pearson, I don't know if you're where you're at, Reagan, but I just, he's battling right now. Yeah, Josh. Um, yeah, AD, a -D, I agree, man. Um, seems like off. it seems like they've been hit pretty bad. You know, hey, guys, if this goes final, though, you know, we have a savior. It is LSU football. <laughs> we last you know of course uh the this past season you know it was pretty rough it was part of the uh the very sad times for tiger fans but um you know i'm, I'm really excited really looking forward to uh the brian kelly era um and i don't know i'm just so i'm just so ready guys i don't know about y'all but i'm just oh I'm, 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 that's why Cooper, you mentioned it like i am like pretty good on, on trying to get to the spring game like because i just want to yeah. see these dudes play and i want to see what it looks what yes. a brian kelly team looks like early on don't, so, don't forget talent. don't forget you said we you know we got to say don't forget kim mulkey in, in, the, in the squad yes yes exactly yeah. i mean they play tomorrow um i'm definitely going to try to watch that it looks like we got a pop-up ah they make the play all right well we're down to our final out on our final out here in the ah. bottom of the night Jeez. Mm. So, anyways, positive. Stay positive. Positive vibes, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, Kim Mulkey and them, they play at 4 o'clock tomorrow. I'm at work tomorrow, so I'm definitely going to be, like, low-key, like, you know, peeping. Uh, Bare none. Score, and I might just might go on break as soon as the game starts. <laughs> so, you know, try to Are, try to watch me Arna? a little bit of the game at least. Here, here's Trey Morgan. Um. Who was one of the funniest dudes on Twitter? Bear none. I agree. Bear, I agree. Bear none. Pooh Poo always comes in there like bear. when and then just bear says none. something. Pooh bear. bear. There you go. I get it. I get it now. I, I get it. Pooh always comes in there and he says something. He kind of like slips it in there, and you're like, oh yeah, he just said that. Just said that. <laughs> like, oh, he did just say that. <laughs> like, I, oh, I think he does it. He does it intentionally. Strike. Oh my. Do they cut where are we at, Reagan? O2 on Trey Morgan. That ball is high and outside. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's great. oh I agree. Gosh, that's uh, Trey did not like it either. I guess the rest oh, are the trying to go home a little early. Good grief. That's outside. Uh, mm. Did not like that call. It seems like we're at least all close. Down to, to our last time. strike here. Can Trey Morgan keep us alive? Man, it wouldn't be awesome if he could just get on. We need some of that Pooh Bear Pooh magic. Come up and tie it, man. Hey. Oh, I, I, maybe I'm feeling uh, a walk off tomorrow or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's ah, stuck out. Ah. Game over for the Tigers. And, and to a team that's really man, not that What great. a way to end the show, man. <laughs> Golly. <I don't> <laughs> Brutal. Over. It is a brutal night for LSU. It, it is not you, a you know, night to be a Tiger fan. And I know other fan bases go through it, but you gotta yeah. think LSU fans have this this roller coaster ride that we Man, go we've been on. Going through. Um yeah. 20, 2011 was a I was so I was actually deployed during the 2011 season. And when I got really? back, 
I came home uh in you know on Christmas Day, so I was ready to watch the national championship game, and then that happened. Oh so brutal. I was yeah, ready 20, to go. I was ready to go like a like a like a cliff. Like we, we were working our way up yeah. and we got through it, and then it's like <laughs> yeah, then then if you look at um oh, man. the uh twenty um 2017 basketball season we're oh. riding this high we're not you know we're, yeah. we're sec champions and then we'll wait stuff yes then you look at 2019 we're riding this high then joe brady leaves then the whole team leaves then 2020 happens oh 20 and 2021 and yeah. uh so it's like we're, we're always on this roller coaster ride man and it's it's Maybe well, the golden uh, days are here soon, right? The Scott Woodward era is being ushered in, it feels like. Jay Johnson's coming. Kim I, I, I fully believe Ryan there are better days coming, ahead. Right? Now you have a basketball coach that's going to be Will Wade. I mean, uh, not Will Wade. Excuse me. Scott Woodward's guy. Not gonna gonna have, we we have also – he also guy. had a volleyball co- coach too. So, yeah, volleyball season is, you know, we'll yep. have to see how that goes. Um Former LSU player who was, I, I mean, like all SEC, uh, came from Texas. Uh, she was go. assistant coach at Texas. So I, I'm looking, you know, I, I think it's, you know, we, we've got some bright days ahead. Uh, I would definitely I'm, not be upset Scott if uh, Scott would had to hire like every single LSU athletic coach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be good with it. Except for maybe Tarina. She, she, she's doing good. Yeah, best best doing good. I'm saying, you know, at any point, you know, you know, that terrain may be the only good thing to come out of Joe Elite this time. I mean, good grief. There wasn't wasn't (laughs) much, if any. So, but yeah, yeah, um, hey, tomorrow is got. I I fully believe tomorrow is going to be a better day. I think baseball. I'm going to hope that baseball gets it done. And I'm really excited to see the LSU women's basketball get it going. So, you know, uh, let's for sure uh, look forward to tomorrow. Let's let's be like the baseball team in the pulmonary era. Let's uh, let's sleep this off. Let's let's, you know, forget everything that happened tonight that has put us in this uh, damper of a mood. And let's look forward to tomorrow and hope uh, hopefully there'll be two wins tomorrow for the for the tigers yeah absolutely let's let's hope so let's hope they can finish out um with this series maybe i don't know mikhail maybe can pitch a little bit better and our bats can get going a little bit better and and maybe we can capitalize on saturday and sunday and win this series and move forward from this because boy oh boy was it a tough night to be a tiger fan hey let's hit our social media one more time and then we'll come back and we'll close the show out. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all at Tigers Avenue. Go follow us on all of those as well as YouTube. Click off here and click the subscribe button. We go live on YouTube for all of our shows as well as Facebook and Twitter. Appreciate it. The like, follow, and share. Also, don't forget to go follow Pooh Bear at go underscore Pooh Bear on Twitter. We really appreciate him joining the show tonight. Appreciate you, Pooh Bear. We loved having you on. We'll have to have you on as well. It's Friends Friday in the Tigers Avenue. We'll catch you next time on Monday, the next edition of Tigers Avenue. Take us out, five-star. Peace. Yeah,
Faster. Who that? Who that? Faster. And the LSU Tigers. LSU Tigers. <laughs>